Hello, hello. Welcome to Your Home by Design, the podcast where we talk all about our homes and how they affect our health and well-being. Some episodes we delve deep into the research and some we just chat. I'm Nico, an interior designer and researcher passionate about bringing forward the findings so that you can improve your lifestyle and well-being. Grateful to have you. Let's do this. So today's episode and the last episode in 2023, (laughs) which is crazy, the next time we chat, it will be 2024. So as we say farewell to 2023 and all it had, and as we think to the year ahead, can we all agree that this year, this year could be the year of authenticity. This year, I think we will be focusing on how we can make our homes be about us, how we can carve out personal spaces that we love and want to be in, homes that benefit our health and our happiness. I think everyone really wants honesty and authenticity. So let's let go of the BS in 2024. Let's be brave and step out into this new year living authentically and creating authentic homes. Today, I'm going to talk all about authenticity and how our access to so much design inspo actually hinders that authenticity. I'll share some research on decision-making and information overload, the effects that being authentic has on us. I'll share some thoughts and insight based on my experience with this in design. Welcome to today's episode. So to begin, if you want to live authentically and create an authentic interior look that speaks to you, one of the first places you go, we all go, is to social media. We look for inspiration, we scroll, and having social media at our fingertips is amazing. It truly is. To get inspiration for new ideas and looks, you often have to be inspired by something first. Not to mention to be able to see how it was done in real life, to see how it looks and how it might translate in your interiors. Also, one of the coolest things is to be able to see design from across the world in other people's homes. But with all this information at our little tippies is the drawbacks. And unfortunately, those drawbacks could be affecting you and stopping you from creating and having authentic interiors. So one of the things that happens as we gather ideas and get inspired on social is we collect, right? We collect ideas, we collect information. So imagine like when you're on social, you're collecting digital things, but imagine if you were actually collecting physical things, you were loving different things. So you were just collecting, you were buying, you were, you were acquiring, you were purchasing, whatever, you were just collecting all of these things. Now imagine your home would all of a sudden feel very, very cluttered. And when you were trying to find that one thing that you like just a little bit more than this other thing, it might be kind of hard or you might forget altogether all of the things that you have because you just have been collecting so much. And we get to a point where we have too much. When we collect too many ideas, where the new ideas and the new information that we're seeing does nothing for us. It can overwhelm you and your cognitive abilities. You'll actually struggle to absorb new information and to make sense of it all. You won't be able to cipher through all of the information 
um, with a sound mind, you're, you'll almost feel a little bit confused and a little bit lost and you'll be completely overwhelmed with just too much information. And studies suggest that too much information can lead to decision-making difficulties and decreased productivity. So if you have too much information, as I mentioned, it becomes irrelevant. So Imagine if all of a sudden you have, you, you keep collecting, you keep getting more information, more inspiration, you're telling your brain more, 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 then what are you doing when you're doing that? If you're not actually able to go through that information, if it actually carries no value anymore, then you are wasting a lot of your time and your energy on things that aren't going to make any kind of impact to you. So thinking about where you're getting your inspiration, thinking about how it's actually depleting your abilities. So when you're gathering information, you're trying to find things that you love, that you gravitate to, whether that's a style, whether that's a product, um, you know, like a, like a furniture piece or, or whatever it is, art, um, you know, even just a, a whole look for your home, you know, you're... When you're gathering that, I think what you're really trying to do is to find something that feels right for you. So deep down, you're actually looking for something that feels authentic, something that resonates with you. So what is authenticity? You know, some of the words that are associated with authenticity is genuine, original, traditional, based on facts, accurate reliable, true, and real. You know, it causes one to believe one's values, actions, beliefs, and emotions are true to oneself. There are so many benefits to being authentic. And in my opinion, creating those authentic spaces because our spaces mirror back to us who we are. So if you're not creating authentic spaces, then you're interiors are telling you about someone else, right? And that's going to do nothing for your overall health and wellness. So studies suggest that there is a correlation with authenticity and psychological well-being. When people live out their lives in keeping with their true self, they are happier, more satisfied, and fulfilled. Studies also suggest that being authentic reduces anxiety and stress, and it improves relationships. So you can imagine if you're feeling authentic, you're probably going to be more confident and assertive. It also supports decision-making that resonates with your true aspirations. So let's say you aren't feeling super authentic, maybe a bit lost personally, which could cause you to be confused with your interiors and choices you're making in your home with your style and your look. And maybe you're not sure what you like and what you don't like. So you start looking to get inspired and you start collecting too much information, which we know results in decision fatigue and inability to make those decisions. Then in that circumstance, you might make the wrong decision and perpetuate the feeling of being unauthentic. So as you can see, there are so many worthwhile benefits in being authentic and staying true to yourself. To share a little bit of my experience in this. So as an interior designer, I've worked with many different kinds of clients and I have worked with ones that are authentic. 
And what I've noticed is they aren't caught up with what other people might think about the choices they've made. It's kind of like they are comfortable in their own skin, so to speak. And there is creative freedom to carve out their spaces as they really desire and need to speak to their truest self. They often have, you know, some art or furniture that they love and that they have an opinion about. You know, they can give me a sense of what they really like or don't like and how they need their space to function. So as a designer, that's just an amazing place to start a project because you just know that they're being authentic. They're being consistent. When they say something, you can trust that if they say they like something or if they want to move in this direction, then that's what they mean. If they say they don't like something or they don't want to move in that direction, that's what they mean. And I think it's just a really good place to be. And it's also amazing when they say, I've got this piece of art that I've had since I was a kid and da 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 And, you know, and it's subjective. So they love it. It has meaning to them, which for me as a designer means that right away I get to take that special piece that's authentic to who they are and where they come from or what they believe or whatever it is. And then I get to work out from there. And it's an amazing place to be. So the way that we collect inspiration and information now is just so different. It's changed so much in the last several years. You know, when I first started out as an interior designer, I remember how we used to source because a large part of your job as a designer is to kind of like to stay in the know and the flow. So you're always searching for things. You want to know what's happening in design and and what kind of new products are out there. You know, and you want to discover those new things, you know, to see something design-wise and kind of reinvent it. You know, and that's often done with products or materials and applications to to artists or even other designers. You know, it's it's just such a cool moment when you're working on a project and you come across something that you know you've never seen before. You know, you do a little digging and you learn that it's it's just not out there yet in abundance and maybe there's a story behind it. You know, the artist is really interesting or the way they approach their work is really unique. So the whole process of that is just so much fun. And at that time, there were really only a handful of options to get exposed to new things. And that was either through a rep that would come to the office and show us things or send us things that they came across. Um, or it was the internet, the good old Google, you know, Pinterest was around and Instagram was too, but, but they were on such different levels. Um, and so what I used to do is I used to go and Google you know, different, different things, random things, design, color trends, furniture, uh, new products, whatever it was. Um, and oftentimes I would actually go to the, the, the Google UK or the Google EU search bar, because for me, being that I was in Canada, I was really interested and intrigued to see things that weren't in my own country. You know, I didn't want to find things that were in the city where I lived often. I wanted to see things that were really going on on the opposite side of the world from color trends and lighting or art, you know, and, and even what other designers were doing, because I wanted to be challenged and I wanted to be exposed to things that that might have been different that I that I just wasn't seeing on a regular basis. So now with social media and the way that it is, it's so different. You know, as I mentioned, you get instant access and it's it's much easier to find things, but it's harder to stumble across something amazing and different because algorithms are going to keep giving you what you want or it thinks you want. So by chance, 
has lost a bit of its magic, which is just sad. (laughs) You know, now we get hit with so much and it's so easy to get caught up in scrolling and to collect so much information. So, you know, I think it's important for all of us to be aware of this and to be cautious. You know, if you do get caught up in an interior style or a look that you start taking it on thinking it's true to you, but it's just been reinforced enough to cause you to think that. You know, and you might lose a sense of authenticity in that process because you may have searched something initially and then the algorithms are going to think that that's what you really want to see and you like and it's going to keep sending you that same thing. You know, and oftentimes it's certain styles and trends that that may not even, that you may not even realize it's having an effect on you until several months of being hit with the same style or the same color. So this trend essentially is being reinforced over and over and over again to the point where you take it on and you feel like you love it, which we run the risk again of of losing that sense of authenticity and and really dialing down whether it's the right style for you and whether you really truly connect with it. So when you're in that place where you're looking to make an interior change, you know, and I'm sure this happens often because our homes are never complete. They're always evolving with us. So when you're in that process and you're drawn to a trend or maybe you're gravitating to what someone else is doing, I encourage you, (laughs) I think you should put up some boundaries to really stop yourself often in the process, you know, just to check in and to make sure that you're you're exhibiting some self-control and, and to really say, hey, like I want to be authentic to me. I want my home to be my home for all the right reasons. You know, I don't want to regurgitate someone else's style. <laughs> I know that sounded kind of gross, but you get what I mean. So although our homes are always going to evolve, they're always going to change in life because we change through life. Um, if you never get a break from that, and if you're constantly looking for inspiration and you're constantly comparing to others, you know, I believe it's because your home isn't speaking to you as deeply as you need it to. Um, does your home feel like you? You know, can you walk around your home and see a glimpse into your life and the things that you love? You know, in order to feel authentic in your home, it starts with the design. And sometimes it means stripping it back and then layering in you. So how do we start to create authentic interiors, stripping back what's not consistent with us? Well, our patterns and where we gravitate to inform so much. So take some time to pay attention to that as you're as you're searching for information, as you're getting gathering that that inspiration. What are you pinning? What are you saving? What stops the scroll? What accounts are you following? Like really start to look at that. And if you're sort of in information overload and your brain's not working very well and you're feeling confused and and just a little out of touch on that then what I would say is just to take a step back, you know, take a break, take a breather and purposely stop looking at certain accounts that you have been following because of the style and the aesthetic and, and, and all of that. But, you know, you should really know where in your home you need the biggest change. Where are you looking to update? And is it the aesthetic appeal that you feel needs changing or is it 
also the function of the room. So take some time there to really analyze your feelings on this. Spend time in the room. Pay attention to to your patterns as you move through the room. You know, what really, really needs to be addressed you know, and it could be that you've you've sort of created a space that isn't actually meant for you. You know, it's a style that you're emulating that doesn't actually sing to your heart. And if that's the case, then that's when you start stripping it back. You know, if you've realized that you want instead some pops of color, then slowly start switching out your art or layer in some colorful fabrics. And then look to your interests because once you've stripped it back, once you've addressed what really needs to happen in the space, then look to your interests because interests can often inform certain design elements. And if you don't have many interests or ones that can be translated into your interiors, then what better time to get some new interests? Like go get cultured. And I'm only saying this because right now that's exactly what I need. Um, I am dying to go out to a hole in the wall kind of restaurant and then go to a gallery um, only because I I think that it's just so important to constantly get inspired and and then to bring that feeling back into your home. So the next thing and the most important is your story. You know, can you layer in your life stories? The best way to do this is with art and accessories. Um, if you've traveled anywhere or if you have a dream to travel somewhere, you know, if you have family history, whatever your story is, that is where you would want to start. You know, it just brings in that level of authenticity that no one else can replicate because it's true to you. Um, And then the next thing is your mood. You know, what kind of mood do you want to create? What kind of mood and atmosphere sings to your heart? Or what do you need most for the mood in your home? Like, do you need your home to feel relaxing? Or maybe you need it to be upbeat. You know, these things really inform the colors and the textures and the scents, even the types of furniture and the layout of the space. In conclusion, if you live an authentic life and you strive to be authentic, and then you create a home that speaks to your authentic self, then you'll be able to cipher through information and feel confident in what you like or don't like. You'll be able to make better design decisions because you'll decrease the amount of information you allow to come your way and consume. You will feel happier and less stressed. And when you walk through your home, it will mirror back all the things that bring you joy, comfort, and reassure you of who you are and who you aspire to be. I think being authentic and making authentic design decisions is going to be top priority for a lot of us in this next year. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's and an authentic start to this year. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe. You can leave us up to a five-star review. Please also, if you're not already following me on social media, I'm Nico underscore Smetello. That's N-I-C-O underscore S-M-U-T-Y-L-O. You can also follow your Paro. And don't forget to head over to our website to grab some free resources and learn about our upcoming mini-series, Unlocking the Power of Home to Bring Health and Happiness.